Jesus in this house. Many of us have been praying, but I want us just to shake off the day, and we just shake off our thoughts and our emotions, and we have come to worship and to praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can we close our eyes and lift our hands right now? And can we just right now just begin to press through, press through our struggles, press through the burdens, and just begin to run into the arms of the master of the universe here tonight. I'm excited for what he has created for us, what he has orchestrated for us, and I know that some of you have come in with an expectation for God to move. It can be you that is the catalyst for God to begin to blow the wind in this service. Can we focus right now and get our minds on the Lord? We put our minds into submission. We begin right now to let that spirit that is willing begin to take over and we put our flesh into submission right now. Lord God of Jacob, you are holy. You are righteous. You are a good God. Lord, you are majestic. You are King Jesus. Uh, and we are standing before your royalty, God. And we want it to be a coordination uh, in our heart, God, where we allow you to be the king of this service. Uh, Lord, we've come to praise you. God, we've come to lift up your name that is above every other name. Uh, Lord, we desire you here tonight. Uh, and Lord, we sense you, God. And I pray that somebody here has the trust and the faith uh, to begin to let go uh, of the circumstance uh, and allow it to die here at the altar tonight. Uh, a God that makes all things new. Uh, a God of countless second chances. Uh, a God of restoration. A God of healing. A God of mending. A God of repair. Somebody right now just begin to magnify your God in the house. Uh, some of you are so desperate for a change. Uh, tonight is your night uh, right here and right now for God to begin to move in your life uh, for God to begin to minister in your life for God to begin to demonstrate his wonders here tonight uh, God begin to move God Lord begin to blow in this place uh, Lord we've been in this desert place and uh, this wilderness so long in our lives uh, Lord we need the desert rain tonight uh, God rain down uh, let it be a deluge of your spirit uh, somebody begin to clap your hands hands. Uh, somebody begin to shout on to God uh, with a voice of triumph. Uh, Lord, we need you tonight. Uh, God, we're desperate uh, for you here tonight. Amen. Ensemble, make your way to the platform. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise here tonight? If God has been good, let the devil know where he stands in your life by praising your God. If God has been good, let it go into the atmosphere here tonight. Uh, and just imagine what God could do because he inhabits the praises of his people. God bless the ensemble tonight. God, pour out your anointing. Let them play, God, as David played. Let them sing as the Levitical priest sung to call down your presence here tonight. Come on. These altars are open. Let us worship him this evening.
Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? You know, I'm excited about taking our city. Amen. That God is going to move in the city of Colleen, Parker Heights Cove, and even the large metropolitan of Holland, Texas, population 1,121. Doesn't even have a traffic light. God is going to move in our community and do great things. And I want him to take the city from the prince of the city, but I've got him to take, I want him to take the situations in my life. I can't take this city if I can't allow him to take the things in my life that must be removed. Maybe it's hurt. Maybe it's resentment. Maybe it's bitterness. Maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's cancer. I want God to take these things from my life. Before we take our community... We've got to make sure that we are prepared to take the city in our own life. Amen. I'm excited for God to do things. Is, is anybody believe with me tonight that God can do those things exceedingly and abundantly above all I ask or think? Can we lift our hands tonight? And we're going to take a moment and focus on the Lord of creation here. And I'm believing that something is going to transpire in these next moments. That somebody came into these doors here tonight and you were praying, God, take this away. I believe that he will take this city, but God, take this situation God, if it's a thorn, Roger, but you are with me. God, if you want me to keep the cup, then you're going to let me keep the cup. But God, allow me, God, to get through this situation. Can somebody right now believe with me that God is going to move in this place? Can somebody believe with me that God is going to move in an individual life? Uh, You've come to this altar. You know God's capability. You know God's wonder. Can somebody here tonight uh, begin to pray? God, take it. God, move in this place right now, God. Lord, I pray, God, that minds can begin to focus on you. Hearts begin to rend, oh God. Oh Lord, spirits, oh God, begin to call out to its creator. Somebody right now begin to pray. Somebody begin to open up your heart. If it's tears, God, let God dry those tears. Rend your heart unto God. He is your comforter and your counselor. I believe in an omnipotent God, an all-powerful God. Does anybody believe in the God that we serve here tonight oh God we need you God we're desperate I know that we've got a lot of things on our mind we may be fatigued but this is his service and he created it for you God move into this place God you're the way maker God you're the way maker I may not see it but you're working I may not hear it, but you're working in the background. I look to the hills where my help comes from, and my help cometh from the Lord. Jesus, move into this place tonight. God, this service that you've created for us. God, bless the ensemble. Sing unto you.
grows up. I'm blessed from me, no. Who blessed from us? Loosened in your videos. I see it as true. I see it as and lift our hands to the way maker. I believe that some of you are right on the cusp. Uh, you're right at that point where God is going to do something here tonight. And I don't know if it's just doubt. I don't know if it's just fatigue. It's just our mind or emotions. But somebody right now begin to trust God. Somebody begin to have faith to move a mountain, faith to size the grain of a mustard seed, could tell the mountain to be that removed and cast into the sea. I'm here to tell you, if you are in the valley, he is a lily of the valley. If you need a healing, he is the healing balm of Gilead. He is the rose of Sharon. He is your comforter and your counselor. He is a God that never faileth. He is your man of war. He is the one that goes before you. He is the one that makes a crooked path straight. He is the one that mends. He is the one that repairs. Somebody celebrate your God here tonight. Yes. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Oh, God, move. Move on the ones that are desperate here tonight, whether they realize it or not, whether it's audible, whether it's physical, their heart is screaming, their heart is crying out for their God to move. God begin to move into this place. God begin right now to send the wind. God's right now begin to pour out that living water. God, we are so thirsty here tonight. God, I just need a trip of your living water. God, give me this cup. Give me this water. God, meet me at the well. God, meet me at the well right now. Oh, God, we sense uh, your presence in this place. Uh, move, God. Pull, pull, ash, Elohim. Set a fire, God. Set a fire, God. Set a fire, God. 
Oh, come on, apostolics. Uh, come on, apostolics. Uh, that is a title we should wear with godly pride. That God has called me. That God has chosen me. And my God is for me. And if he is for me, what uh, or who could ever be against me? Oh, God, move into this place. We're right there. You can sense it, Mike Brown. We are right there. And God is waiting on the one to begin to let it go. There's no place I'd rather be. No place I'd rather be. Oh, come on, somebody. No place Desire him here tonight. Open tongues like as a fire, God. celebrate Jesus here tonight in your own way celebrate the God that has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light we should show forth praises to him that has done such a feat he is worthy of all praise and adoration and I am thankful for what God has done in my life calling me out of darkness calling me out of the world and giving us new life Amen. Making us a new creature in him. Amen. You may return to your seats this evening. Amen. 
Our God is good and our God is kind and he cares for our heart. I really sense that God still wants to do something in the service tonight. And there were some of you in the pews and we know the struggles of life and the struggles of circumstances. And I really believe that if we would have come to the altar, just watch God demonstrate his compassion and his love in your life. Amen. Naaman, who was suffering from leprosy for years, if he would have stopped at six, he would have never been healed. He needed to dip seven times in the River Jordan. And we are here with you. And we are a family, and you are not alone in those struggles. Amen. I'm going to make a few announcements this evening. We need to pray for Bishop, Sister White, Sister Christina, and my family. They are out of town. So we need to pray for safety and traveling mercies for them. We need to just continue to pray, and I know that many of you have your prayer closets. We need to pray for our church. Continue to pray for our church. We are in a, a beautiful and powerful season of healing and restoration. Amen. And God is mending the breaches and the walls of our Jerusalem. And we need to continue to pray that God perpetuates that plan. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate all the happy birthdays last Sunday. So, Sherrod, I still have my giant card, and I have a stash of candy from that card. I have to hide it from my children because it would have been gone Monday morning. Amen. So I have a lockbox, and that's where they are at. I appreciate the gifts, the happy birthdays, and all the well wishes as I have gone over the hill into the world of 40s. Sister Alicia reminded me wherever she is. She was very quick. She says, now, Brother John, you're a not quite. I said, and she said, no, you can't move the age limit this time. I said, can we make the age limit 50? No. But I'm honored to be part of the not quite. I, I pray that in my 40 years of life, there's been just an ounce of wisdom gained. And I'm looking forward to another 40 years. Amen. Those that have not done so, candy fundraiser money, make sure you turn it into Sister White. And that fundraiser for was our New Life Academy. Uh, out in the foyer, you see uh, some bicycles. That is a raffle. Make sure you get with Sister Sandra Simmons if you would like to purchase tickets for those raffles. Those are really nice bicycles. Uh, Evangelist Simmons, I have not tried to ride it because that bicycle would not last, but it looks aerodynamic. Those are high-speed bikes, and so don't forget the bicycle ra raffle. Uh, as what is stated in a multiple times, our Vacation Bible School, our VBS, is to be announced, but I'm looking forward to it when it happens. Amen. It is good for our children. Uh, we are looking sometime this month at our veterans outreach. Uh, we're going to just start with uh, a veterans coffee, some pastries, looking at potentially a Tuesday night, maybe a Thursday night, and we'll get a, a hard date on that uh, Sunday morning for you. Looking forward to that. I'm reaching out to um, the Chaplain's Center on Fort Hood and reaching with our liaison. Uh, don't forget that if you have extra clothes that you're trying to get rid of, let's bring it to the church and put it in our clothing closet for those that are in need. Uh, there are still some clothes and shoes on that back table, and that was a tremendous, tremendous blessing. Thank you so much. Now, I am excited about now announcing this, Sister Rodriguez. Sister Rodriguez has worked with the community and schools, and it is a tremendous, I've used that a few times, so it's an amazing, awesome outreach possibility for our community. Community and schools, it is coming to your table event 
Saturday, August the 13th from 2 to 4 p.m. It is promoting healthy eating and learning to grow your own food. Man, I'm telling you, there is something God instilled working in a garden. There is something very therapeutic when you are growing your own food. I mean, we had a massive garden this year. We, we grew some cayenne peppers, very hot. Brother Dylan tried one of them. He tested it. It was very hot. But there is something rewarding and satisfying that was God's original plan where you are digging up and you are planting and you are watering and you are a caretaker of this earth. And it gives back that food. There is something absolutely biblical with it. And being a caretaker with livestock like this, this is the food. Amen. And there is just something amazing when you grow your own food. There is a true self-satisfaction. There is a purpose that is given. And I'm saying that because some of you, we have shared the vegetables from our garden. There's just something so enriching from that. And I'm glad they had that opportunity to do it. And they get chef-prepared meals. That's awesome. Amen. Now, we are going to be creating some outreach flyers that are going to be going into the bags that are going to be handed out for the community. So those flyers will be made, Sister Rod, and we are going to be needing some volunteers. Some of you are like, okay, what's my purpose? What can I do to assist the church? We're going to need volunteers to assist with this outreach and with the meet and greeting of families, preparing the bags, and getting our outreach flyer into those bags. If you are wanting to volunteer, there is going to be a volunteer meeting here at the church at 6 p.m., and that'll be Tuesday, the 9th of August. Amen. I am looking forward to this outreach program, that we're not just feeding, but we are equipping, right? You know that old adage, feed a man a fish? They eat for a day, but you teach a man to fish. They eat for a lifetime. Amen. Not only that, but can bring them to the living water, to the bread of life. Amen. And we are praying for our community. This is an outstanding outreach, and I am looking forward to that. Are there any other announcements this evening? Sister Rod. Okay. Well, do volunteers 18 and over, but if you bring your children, you must be present with the child. So the volunteer sign-out sheet is in the foyer. Amen. I am looking forward to that. Amen. If there are no more announcements this evening, we are going to receive our Wednesday night tithe and half shekel offering. Sister Stephanie, it is so good to see you. Amen. Now, if I understand correctly, you weren't born in Texas. But you came as soon as you could. And you are moving back to the Temple Colleen area. Amen. It is so good to have you home, Sister Stephanie. Amen. We're going to sing another song. Let's stand and greet one another as Brother Hillman prepares himself this evening.
Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise this evening? Can somebody give our God a shout of praise in the house tonight? I like the highest praise. Amen. Our ensemble may be seated. Amen. As we're finding our way back to the pews. Amen. Thank you so much, ensemble. Amen. It is my privilege and honor to ask Brother Hillman to come and to lay what the Lord has prepared in his heart, has implanted in his heart. And I pray that God anoints him to convey what his intentions for us this evening. Amen. I pray we open our, our, our hearts and our ears to what God has intended for us this evening. Everybody say, Lord bless Brother Hillman.
one who are that which strongly supports a work or cause. Can you say amen? A pillar is some, someone or something that's firm, something that's upright. Hallelujah. Something that's supportive. Can you say praise the Lord? And the Lord wants us to know in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and the tenth verse, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So here it also denotes what a pillar is. So we just read one who are, this, are that which strongly supports a work of cause. So he said, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we need to be strong in order to be a pillar. Hallelujah. Now, a child of God, amen, I believe that a child of God, we must have some also resilience in our walk with God. Amen. Evangelist Simmons preached on that a while back. Amen. Resilience. We got to have some resilience in order to be a pillar. Now, what is resilience mean to us? Well, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. See, a child of God should have some type of resilience in their life to be considered being a pillar. You've got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You've got to be able, hallelujah, to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. See, the problem is with church people these days, we got four. We want everything It's so easy for us. See, I'm still old school. Matter of fact, some of you know, I still got a flip phone. I still do a lot of writing. I'm not that well in the electronic stuff, you know. I'm in old school. Don't tell, tell me now. I don't know what the app is. You know, now you talk about a cell phone or teletype, tell a woman, I know what that is. And get my information that way. But the other stuff, I don't text. You can text all you want to. I will not, I'm not going to text because I don't know how to text for one reason. That phone will be too little to be trying to text stuff in there. So either call me, leave a message, and I'll call you back. See, I'm old school. See, but we got spoiled. Everything is so easy. If you're hungry, you can go to a food bank and food. If you're broke, you can go to a loan place that you borrow $300, you pay $700 back. But everything is so easy for us. Phones and stuff, some of you can't even make it to a day without having your cell phone. Right. <laughs> oh, my cell phone. Lord, the church, people in the church are full. They are not you are toughing things out. Now, if you want to be a pillar, you got to learn to tough it out. One phrase 
from difficulties. We must have some type of toughness about us. It don't mean what size you are. Don't mean how well you can fight or the different things that you may know. going through something. We all going to go through something. See, it's not so much, amen, that the devil is riding us so hardly. It's not so much of that. Life itself is rough. If you get sick, don't blame the devil. Well, the devil knew I was trying to get that new job and I got sick. The devil knew this and my car went out. The devil knew this and that happened. This happened because the devil, life is life. I mean, you know, car only lasts so long. Those tires you got gonna have good grip on them. So that house you got, the air conditioning is gonna work so long. It don't say, well, man, you know, ooh, the devil, he's at it again. I'm burning, I'm burning up in here, you know. Why the air conditioning? The devil. We blame the devil for everything. Life is life. Life's gonna happen to every one of us. We're going to lose loved ones. Everybody's going to lose loved ones. We're going to get sick. Everybody's going to get sick. We're going to have family members that are sick. Everybody, family members going to be sick. Lord, have mercy. Raising up pillars. But we need to learn to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What else does this word mean, resilient? See, when we go through something, amen, see, we need to bounce back up. See, the problem is some people don't know how to bounce back up. Once they down, they stay down. 
because they're comfortable of being down. See, some people don't like to fight. I didn't like to fight when I was younger. I was a peacemaker. I was like, like my mom. My, my twin sister and my older sister, they had fight in them. I mean, they fought anybody. I'm trying to run for them. You know, hey, man, you know, hey, you know, we can talk about this, you know, this. I'm trying to get out of fights. I, I wasn't a fighter. Even guys that I could beat, I ain't even fight. It was a waste of time to me. I said, man, what well, I'm fight you for? I know I could beat you. You know, waste my time. I ain't going to be hitting, getting my hand all hurt and bruised and, and putting you in a headlock. For what? The next minute, we'll be friends again. I ain't going to waste my time doing that. You know, I was smart. You know, why fight somebody you know you can beat? That's, <laughs> you know, what's that, that going to prove? So I didn't fight the people I could beat. I definitely didn't fight those that I knew could beat me. I was scared. <laughs> I didn't have that fire. I didn't have that fire that my sisters had in the flesh. But when I got, when I got the Holy Ghost... I stand up to any devil because I got power in him. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So if I got Jesus in me and greater is he in me than he is what? In the world. So why are you scared of the devil? No power, nothing. We need some pillars in the church. The God want to raise some pillars, someone that's able to go through. Someone, regardless of how things get, they're going to make a stand. Someone need to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. When some difficult, some problem you have in your life, don't just stay like this. Mm. Bounce right back. Say, yeah, devil. I'm feeling bad at the moment, and things ain't going too well. But you know what? Uh, bounce right back. Pillar, yes. yes. having some resistance, just don't stay there. Because being like this is uncomfortable. And some people prefer to be uncomfortable. Instead of feeling good, they'd rather be uncomfortable. Uh, I'm having a hard time. Saints, y'all just don't know. My husband, my wife, my dog, my cat, y'all just don't know. You know, they, they enjoy being uncomfortable. You know, like this, and they walk around like this all, all day. Uncomfortable. But when you talk to them and say, hey, you got the Lord in your life. Why are you souped over like that? You need to get back up. I went the same thing you went through. I know what you're going through. Oh, is that right? Yeah. God is good. He's been good to me. Well, if he can do that for you, he can do that for me. <laughs> right back. Right back where you need to be. Hallelujah. Someone need to shout hallelujah tonight. So we got to bounce back. What else is this word resilience mean? A capable of recovering from pressure. Able to recover from pressure. The pressures of life should not change you. And the church, people in the church allowing the pressures of life to change them, the devil don't have anything to do with it. 
for this the pressures of life. They're allowing the simple pressures of life to change them, but someone that want to be a pillar of God and have some type of resilience, they're not going to be changed. They're the same way they was 10 years ago. Still living for God. Still loving God. Still praising God. All the stuff they went through their life, they're still in the church. Someone need to shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to have some type of resilience Amen. For us to become a puller. We should not be changed or damaged because of the things that we deal with in life. I mean, you're going to get hurt. Things are going to happen. But don't let that, don't let that damage your spirit. Well, you can't live for God no more. So I prayed for God to heal my husband, and God took him anyway. I don't love you no more, God, because you didn't do what I asked you to do. I'm not going to church no more, God, because you didn't do what I asked you to do. But that's the mentality that people got. They blame God for everything. Everything go wrong. Well, God, I'm your child. Why? You had to let, let this happen. Blame God for everything. But God don't want us to be unchanged. He wants us to be the same way we was when we go through our trial. Amen. Because everything is not a Sister, everything is not a trial. We always testifying about the trial we're going through. Everything you're going through is not a trial. It's just the pressures of life. Thank you. Now, you will stop going to church more on the pressures of life more and what the devil can do for you. Isn't that something? The devil back. He said, man, I, I, this was easy. I said, you say that? They lost their job and now they live for God. That was easy. Let me go to the next brother. Torment him a little bit. I don't have to worry about her. She, she failed on the pressures of life. That made my job a whole lot easier. Thank you. He is a liar. So don't get discouraged when bad things come your way or bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to everybody. I want you to know right now, if it rains tonight, when we get out of service, every one of you going to get wet. If you don't have a raincoat or umbrella, every one of y'all going to get wet. It don't make no difference where you're from. Your background, who you are, black, white, Hispanic, others, whatever, don't make a difference. We all going to get wet. So life lets me know that we all going to go the same thing. No difference, is it? We all deal with the same problems, don't we? So why do you think your problem is so different than everybody else's? Well, you come up with an excuse. Well, you know, if God, you know, I, I, God didn't, you know, people didn't love me at the church. They didn't say I would use an expression that we used back in the day in the ghetto, but I can't say that word. But people please. <laughs> people please. People please. Give me a break. 
<laughs> Just because you're having a hard time, that don't mean God is opening the door for you to backslide. Well, I guess it wasn't time for me to be saved yet. Because I still got some things inside of my heart, and I'm just not ready to, to you know, to really get into church like that, you know. And, and I don't want to be no hypocrite. So instead of me going to church, being a hypocrite, I'd rather stay at home. Lord have mercy. I don't know. I feel the spirit of God. Ain't that so? I'm not right, so I'm going to stay at home because the reason you come to church The reason you come to church because you're trying to get right. That's why we say, come as you are. Don't try to straighten up. Get a new suit before you come to the house of God. Come as you are. Don't try to get right first. You come to church because you know you ain't right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I come to church for. Well, I need Jesus. I'm serious. I need Jesus every day. Lord, help me. Jesus, give me strength. That's why I come to church. I don't come to church because I'm right. I come to church because I need him. And he first loved me. And I'm showing him my love back by trying to do his work, trying to be faithful to the house of God, paying him back for what he has done for me. That's why I come to church. If I was right, I wouldn't be here. I would be caught up. Because my time here would be finished. I have accomplished what I need to accomplish, but the reason some of us are still here, you know why, brother, we're not here, start with, it started with an aura. Why we are not, why we still here, because we are not, we're not ready to go yet. Thank you. That's why you're still here. You're not ready. But you know what? You can thank God, say, Lord, thank you, Jesus, because God is merciful. To allow you to, to allow you to stay here longer, Lord have mercy. so you can get it right. You know what I'm saying? If we take some of us right now, or say, "Come home," <laughs> we won't be ready. Oh Lord, hold up, Jesus, just wait one more minute. Hold up, hold up, I'm ready. I'm ready now, Lord. I'm ready. We still here because God's still working on me. I'm not what I used to be, but He's still working on me. That's why you're still here, brother. God's working on you. You ain't. You ain't. Are you ready to go? Be honest. Are you ready to go? No. God knows that some of you are the same way. You're not ready. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, to let the truth, the truth be known, I don't think I'm ready. That's why I'm praying, Lord, help me, Jesus. Please help me. I want to be ready, Lord. When that trumpet sound, I want to be ready. When that, the last breath come out of my mouth, I want to be ready. That's why I'm still here. I got enough sense to know I'm still here because I'm not ready, and God is merciful. got our problems. No, we don't tell everybody our problems and things because not everybody's listening. That's why we go to God. I mean, one time I have to go to a man and 
get down on my knees and say, Father, this has been three weeks since my last confession. Last week, I stole 25 cents from my mom's purse. Last week, I cheated on my tests. <laughs> but I don't have to do that no more. I can go straight. Nobody need to know. I can go straight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 16 and 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. See, the thing is, you, a saint, begin to lose their focus. They don't set their eyes on God. They take their eyes off the Lord. But if you keep your mind and your eyes set on the Lord, the scripture let us know we're going to be on his right hand and I shall not be moved. No devil in hell can move me. No trial and tribulation can move me. Life situations cannot move me. I'm going to stand because I want to be a pillar of God. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 15 chapter 7, 57 to the 58th verse. But thanks be to God, which give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain. So keep going on. Keep keeping on. Hallelujah, because God wants you to be steadfast, unmovable. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a pillar. God is trying to raise up some pillars. Hallelujah. And let's go back to Lot's wife right quick. Now, the word of God tells us that Lot's wife was turned into a pillar of salt because she disobeyed what the angels told her. The angel said, y'all need to get out quickly. Don't look behind you. You know, run, from your, run for your life. If you look back, you're going to be consumed. But you know what she did when they began to leave out of that place? She looked back. So one of the reasons God decided to turn her into a pillar, he could have did something else. She could have died right there on the spot. But he turned into a pillar of salt. Why did he turn her, her into a pillar for number one? Because the pillar is steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. So what was taking place is that her mind, her spirit, her attitude, her emotions, her heart was still back in the city. But physically... Physically, she was coming out the city, but she wasn't thinking about what was before her. She was thinking about what was behind her. So her desire was not, I'm going to live for God. Her desire was, I sure missed that fun we had. So some people come to church not because they want to go forward. They come to a show. Pastor. <laughs> 
I'm here at church. Sister, I'm here at church today. As long as you didn't go to Hamilton Upper Church, you know, I got some points because that's what I deserve. Every time I show up to church. But I'm still, my mind's still on back, going back smoking that marijuana that I got at home. My mind is still getting out of church and going back drinking. My mind is still going back dancing where I used to do bumping the down noise new dancing when I got saved the bump was out. I'm talking about Putler. See, she was steadfast in what she, be- what she believed. She believed that that place was all right. I don't want to go. I, I want to stay right here. Let me stay right here. Let me be steadfast right here. Nothing's going to move me. And it took the angels to take them by the hand and drag them from that place. Even though the angel dragged them from the place, her heart was, was still back. Coming to church because they feel like that's the right thing to do. But their mind is still back in the world. They the pillar, they the pillar for the devil. They're not a pillar for God. So God turned into a pillar. Well, since your heart and your mind, you so focused on what's behind you, boop, turned into a pillar. That's a stop. Because her desire wasn't to change. She wanted to stay right there. And the pillar is someone that's steadfast. Unmovable, and she would not move from that, even though physically she was on the road, but mentally, mostly in her heart, wasn't there. Amen, 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 amen. Well, let me carry up with this. Hallelujah. A child of God should be able to weather the storm like a palm tree. You ever seen a, a footing of those bad storms they be having? And that palm tree, everything else is blowing, and from the ground, even trees coming from the roots. But the palm tree, it's right there. Even though it's bent all the way over, once it's thrown over with, they right back up. All the other trees, the roots, they're from the roots because they wasn't stable. They didn't have the roots as that palm tree had. We got to have those roots, and our roots is in Jesus. We got to be strong in him. Once we're strong in him and the power of his might, Nothing can move us. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4.14, that we henceforth be no children tossed and fro and carrying about which every wind and doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they be in want to deceive. And then Psalms 1 and 3, my last verse of scripture here. And ye shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. I'm talking about a pillar of God, raising up a pillar. Now, this song here, Psalms 1 and 3, this song, they had a remix of this song. And it goes like this. I shall not, I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the waters. I shall not be moved. Are you going to be moved tonight because you're going through something? 
You're going to be changed tonight because you're going through something. I want you to know you're at the right place at the right time. You're serving the right God. He's looking for you to be a pillar. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise this evening? God equips us through the difficult times to be resilient, to build a temperance in us. Temperance means a hardening of us. Uh, my brother has shared with me several times, and I've shared with the church years ago, the practitioners of Ruku Kimpo. Ruku Kimpo is a type of martial art in Okinawa off the shores of Japan. During the feudal Japan days under the, the lords and the shoguns, the Okinawans were a group of fishermen and farmers, and many of the samurai would invade Okinawa and take over their land and take over their villages. So these practitioners would train for the samurai to come. And the practitioners say, there is a tree, and this is your tree. And you are successful, and you have mastered this martial arts if you could punch this tree down. Can you imagine how that would be? How painful that would be, that first punch. And how hands broke, knuckles broke, there was bleeding. But the moment it healed, there was that scar tissue. And there was a hardening of that hand. And they would punch every day until the tree came down. I can imagine the pain of going through that hardness and that temperance. But it was a weapon in the making. And many of us, our hands are broken, there's bloody knuckles, and there's scar tissue. But what God is doing is hardening us into a spiritual weapon. God is hardening our testimonies and our memorials into a weapon. Until the practitioners of Ruku Kempo physically, after years, after months, how long it took until their tree fell down. And there is archaeological uh, findings that there are samurai armor with holes punched into the helmets. And it is believed to be the practitioners of this Ruku Kempo. And what God is doing as you are bloodied and bashed and you are full of scar tissue, God is hardening it, you into somebody that could stand against the enemy in him. Can we stand to our feet here tonight? Hey, can we clap our hands to a God that hardens us through our trials and tribulations, that desires us to be firmly planted in his word? Can we close our eyes and lift our hands and let that be our prayer. God, change our perspective. God, change how we analyze the circumstance. God, the things that you have brought before us, you knew that we could handle it if we yet but trusted in you. God, let me be reminded that the blood and the scar tissue and the difficulty we go through, let us stand firm in you. God, that you are equipping us for the battle yet to come. And God, we pray, God, tonight, Lord, that you equip your sons and your daughters. Help us to stand tall like pillars and trust in you and lean not on our own and understanding. And God, we are longing for the day that we have the strength by faith uh, to destroy the enemy in your name, in Jesus' name. Can we clap our hands here tonight? Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you this evening.